3: It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Well, it
4: looks like Thelma Hollister can finally take her trip to Hollywood, California.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. this is kind of sad uh, news.
4: Yeah, Price is Right legend Bob Barker passed away recently, 99 years
3: old. Did not go over to 100. Yeah. Close to 100 as he could get without going over. <laughs> Man is legend. That is too soon, Tom. I'm not yeah. making fun. That's I am... what
4: they'd always say on the Price is Right. Okay, you the closest to that amount without going over
3: yeah if you watch the
2: We've all stayed home from school sick. (laughs) What surprises, right? Yes. Yeah. Bob Barker was the man. I'm not a big Drew Carey fan. I think Bob Barker did a better job. But but not only that,
4: a lot of people remember him from Happy Gilmore because that's the old guy that uh, uh, Adam Sandler beats up in the Happy Gilmore movie. I think uh, Bob beats Adam up.
2: (laughs) Well, I think so, too.
4: (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot of uh, special TV specials about Bob Barker because he did this uh, game
2: show hosting for so long. Yeah, and he actually did his stunts in Happy Gilmore. He did his own stunt. He said he's, you know, why we seventy then? You watched the same one I did,
3: yeah. <laughs> and he also was really big on uh, animal welfare. He yeah. Left mm-hmm. a lot of his money to uh, animal causes, and he was big on the spay and neuter thing. Mm-hmm, yeah, so that was a sign off too.
4: But uh, not long ago, we actually had Thelma Hollister crank call where we she wanted to go to Hollywood, California. Now, this is when Bob Barker was alive.
3: Right, we know.
4: <laughs> but she didn't know it. Yeah, she didn't know it. Bless her heart. Uh, but uh, it was just a different little twist. So in honor of that, uh, of a Bob Barker <laughs> yeah. and, and his life.
3: Well, yeah, I think you need to explain that that what was going on because he's now dead and it you can't do this anymore. What, what do you mean?
4: What, what she was doing in the call. Well, mm. in the call, she was wanting to go see Bob Barker's grave. But he wasn't dead then. Yes. <laughs> and oh. this person
3: was trying to tell oh. him. they are like, uh, <laughs> yeah.
4: you're confused. So in honor of that, we're going to go ahead and play this Thelma Hollister crank call for you this
3: and, morning. And because we won't be able to use it anymore after this. Too.
4: <laughs>
5: <laughs> Thank you for calling Starline Tours of Hollywood. Someone will answer your call as soon as possible.
1: Starline Tours of Hollywood. Yes, hello there. My name is Thelma Hollister, H-O-A-L-I-S-T-E-A-W-A, and I am 83 years old. And the reason I'm calling, I have 36 people from uh, my church's Golden Age Senior Citizens Group. And we're uh, coming to uh, Los Angeles, California.
5: Wonderful. Yeah,
1: uh, I'm just curious. Can you accommodate 36 people?
5: We can accommodate up to 50 people that you can rent our tour bus and up to 50 people can come on that. So 36 is fine.
1: Yeah, that would be great. And how long is the tour? It's about a four-hour tour,
5: and we take you all around Hollywood, see the famous sites and houses and all the Hollywood attractions. So how does
1: it all get started?
5: Well, first of all, what you have to do is just send me a letter telling me how many people you need, what dates you're going to be in town, and let me know where you're going to be staying at. And then we can get you all the brochures and all the necessary information.
1: That would be great. Now, on the bus tour, do, do you have a loudspeaker on the bus?
5: There's a PA system on the
1: bus. Will it? Uh, Is that a loudspeaker?
5: It's a PA system, yes.
1: Well, that'd be great.
5: Okay, well, you just send us that letter, and then we'll get it all taken care of. How about that?
1: All right, now, about the tour, I was told to be sure to ask, would we be able to see the Man's Chinese Theater? Yes, it starts from the Man's Chinese Theater. Oh, that would be great. That's where all the stars put their hands and feet in the concrete, right? Yes, that's correct. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. I want to see if my hands and feet are the same size as Clint Eastwood's. Oh,
5: well, you'll be able
1: to do that. Yeah, people say that I do a pretty good impression of Clint Eastwood. Oh, I'd love to hear it. Would you really? I am so glad you asked. All right. I'll do it for you, okay?
5: Oh, wonderful.
1: All right. Uh, here you go. This is my impression, okay? <clears throat> go ahead. Make my day. What'd you think about that? That's very good, Thoma. Very good. You can probably see why people, they always ask me, they say, I'ma do your Clint Eastwood impression. Yeah. Uh... Well, we have many
5: different tours, right. So right. you'll have to choose some the different ones we have.
1: Well, uh, most importantly, we'd like to see Bob Barker's grape from The Price is Right.
5: Okay, ma'am, I'm sure there's a lot you want to see. We just need you to get that letter sent over to us.
1: You know what? Bob Barker was probably one of America's favoriteest game show hostesses. I miss him. Mm-mm-mm. But old Bob's probably up there in Hollywood heaven with... Andy Griffith, and that lady from Murder, She Wrote. You know, we all agreed we wanted to see Bob Barker's grave when we come to California.
5: Well, that might be difficult, but just go ahead and send us that letter and we'll see what we can do.
1: Now, what cemetery is Bob in?
5: Actually, ma'am, Bob is still alive.
1: Uh, I'm sorry?
5: He hasn't died yet, ma'am.
1: Maybe you're a little confused. Uh, no, I don't think I'm confused. We're talking about Bob Barker. You know, come on down. The price is right. He he died.
5: No, he didn't, ma'am.
1: Well, that kind of spoils our sightseeing tour. I don't think many people would want to go if they couldn't see Bob Barker's grave. That's one thing we all agreed upon.
5: Well, I'm sorry about that, ma'am.
1: Well, is he ill? Excuse me? Is Bob Barker sick? No, ma'am, he hasn't passed away yet. Well, I I tell you what, let me leave my number with you. And when he passes away, could you give us a call? Ma'am? Yes?
5: I'm not going to call you and tell you when somebody died.
1: Well, I would call you if someone in our group died, and and I had to change our reservations from 36 to 35. That's
5: just... That's ridiculous. We don't call and tell people when somebody died.
1: Well, I I tell you what, when he does die I'll I'll give you a call, okay? Whatever you'd like, ma'am. All right. Bye bye now. Bye
5: bye. <laughs> well, I
4: think it is time that Thelma actually calls that lady. Says, well, Bob Barker passed away. Oh, God,
3: that would be so funny. <laughs>
0: oh.
4: Yeah, oh. I'm ready
1: to do my tour now, y'all. Oh, gosh, oh. that
3: lady probably would be mad. <laughs> yeah. She was mad at you just for wanting him to be sick. I know, I know. But uh, Bob Barker,
4: uh, hey, the price is right at night. A tribute to Bob Barker is on uh, tonight, matter of fact, on CBS, if you are interested at all.
3: You know, I love Bob. He was great, but I really don't need to sit around and dwell on this. I'm okay with moving on. Well, Thelma's not, so Mm. that was more so for her. (laughs) (laughs) It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. What do you guys think about the self-checkout lines? I resisted them at first, but now I kind of like the fact that I can zip through it in my own speed as long as I don't get behind someone who's never done it before. I, that's all I use.
2: If I have fruit, I won't use it. Oh, I love weighing stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm a cashier. I always, growing up, I always wanted to be a cashier. I don't Kato, know you
3: are. Uh, yeah, you're just I not am.
2: getting paid for it. And I'm learning the numbers because I, I go to Harris Teeter and I buy yeah. the hot food bar, the salad bar, or the Asian bar, or the Wing bar.
3: Kids okay, so are just typing them in real fast. Like oh, a I find well, it's written on the box anyway, but well, it's like I kinda, you know,
2: look for your item,
4: and you got to do the whole. It's like a test. There's a number on the fruit, but there's different kinds of. There's organic bananas or normal there's bananas. There's a number on there's your a fruit, a number. Yeah.
6: and that's what I don't like. Whenever it divides up the alphabet, where it's like A to D, and I'm like Okay, cool. It's in here. Bananas are in this one.
4: There's not numbers at every grocery store on your bananas. You should go to one that does have I, those.
2: Yeah, usually. Look for the bananas that have that number. Sometimes they fall off.
3: At, Co- at Costco, it doesn't matter what it is. You just scan the code and you're done. They, right. they sell it already weighed, I guess. Oh, or at least the barcode says the price on it. Right. Um, but, yeah, I'm starting to kind of come around to it, which is it. sad because we are doing someone's job. that They're no longer getting paid, and we're just doing it for free. And we're supporting that. Mm.
6: And don't be mean to me when I have questions. That You ever ask for a question in the self-checkout, and they're like i <sighs> like, so my is, gosh, I'm sorry. So is
3: everyone in line behind you.
6: It's not my fault. Sometimes
4: there's nobody in line, though. It's like they give you an attitude. Yeah. Like It's their job. They're like the bouncer at the checkout counter. And it's like, that's the manager who, if anybody has any trouble, trying to self-checkout. <laughs> you got to go to somebody. That's not
3: what their job is. Their job is to keep you from stealing things. They're like, the other stuff is annoying to them. They're nice at the teat. Yeah, I haven't (laughs) had any trouble at the cost. Okay. I haven't had any trouble at the cost.
2: We're not calling any
4: stores out, but there's some stores out there. or It's not the store. It's the employee that you hire who does not want to be there.
3: I know what store you shop at, and I think it's the store. They're known for their customers, too.
1: Yeah, yeah but, not I, either.
2: but I
3: still keep them busy,
2: because one time I accidentally hit, I need assistance getting my groceries to my car button, uh-huh. oh, God. and that thing starts flashing, she goes, can I help you? I'm like, yeah, turn it off, because I don't need assistance. <laughs> can you imagine,
4: though, if it does expand to other stores out there like Kohl's, and you're trying to figure out your Kohl's cash and do all that stuff? They'll figure out how to by, automate it before by, they do that. Yeah. Self-checking <laughs> and all that stuff. I'm, i could not figure that out. And use your coupon.
6: Well, I just read Trader Joe's had to. The president of Trader Joe's had to come out saying that they don't pay people to flirt with you because apparently that was happening so much what? that people thought the cashiers at Trader Joe's were flirting.
4: Okay. Do they? Do, they you, just, like, do you like? you like it? When they, do you like it when the clerks ask you questions like, "Hey, does that stuff work?" or "Hey, you tell me, uh, did you find everything you wanted?" I'm, I don't mind yeah, that. Because
3: I'll tell them when I couldn't, except for then they try to find it for you. Like, no, 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 I don't want it now. I just want to let you know I couldn't find it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's an interesting point, Hog, because that is what this study has found. Self checkout kiosks may be making us lonelier. Oh. They said that a lot of the cashiers nationwide has dropped by 10% mm-hmm. because of the rise in the popularity of the self checkout kiosks. So they were testing those out to see if we'd go for it or not. And mm-hmm. we did. Yeah. So now. Well, <laughs> they are actually having people. And what were we going to do when you put them in the store? That's all our, our only option. Well, usually it's not. I mean, some are, but a lot of them, when they first started, you had a choice of which that's lane true. to go to. You did, but that
4: line was about nine people long because they only had two cashiers up there.
6: Exactly. Mm-hmm. So you went to self-checkout.
3: Well, you fell for it. And so now they say that these Your places fault. where they have the cashiers not around anymore. That the customers who depended on that as part of their social uh, interactions each day, especially older people, they're getting lonelier because of this. You
4: think about everything. like I I was talking to someone in line at the movie theater. It's like there's no one up there to greet you, to make that experience more fun, to say, hey... Uh, what tickets do you want <laughs> that's so much more fun well i mean the experience of holding hands standing in line going to see that movie with your date or whatever is gone you just walk in now you go to the snack bar get your snacks watch your movie and get
2: out of here is oh, what it feels like cuz you do it all online yeah uh, it's like i don't go yeah. to the theater and but. so
4: and like with the self checkout and the clerk and stuff like that there's no you know
2: camaraderie well if you do want to talk to a cashier or saw, or an employee when you're checking out buy alcohol or because they have to come over and scan and check your id so i just buy alcohol every time a lady comes over, and we got. To, she's retired. I got to meet her. She's mm-hmm. fun. She only works Tuesday through Friday. Yeah.
6: <laughs> Are you to about Kate. She's so nice. I love her. <laughs> also, <laughs>
3: another way to get to have someone talk with you is try to leave with something on the bottom of the basket that you didn't scan. Well, I'm yeah. not going to yeah. risk that. <laughs> well, I'm just saying you get to talk to someone. Police officer. Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I try to do the self-checkout just like the old days. You so know? picky. It's yeah. like, you know, when was- I'm checking myself out. At <laughs> the checkout.
6: To in that camera. No,
4: okay, no. Well, I'm not talking about that.
6: <laughs> Wink at yourself. Hey, I cutie. Just, oh, hey, did you find everything you like? I'm like, yeah, I found
4: everything I like. Okay. Would you like to donate to those children in Africa? Not today. I'll do it some other time. That's
3: I'll be not... honest, that's one good thing about self-checkout. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get asked that. Well, no guilt.
4: they do ask you that in a question sometimes. Like, you got to say no. You yeah, push the button. I don't care to hell the a machine that. Yeah, okay. you don't feel guilty. You know, one of these days, they're going to make the machine go, are you sure? You don't want to donate to that little kid. Yeah, you got that poor little kid's going to go home. <laughs> and, and the picture of the kid will show up on <laughs> the
6: screen. And the Sarah McLaughlin song will come yeah, on. Yeah. And then
3: all of a sudden a light will go off at the top of it, letting everyone know whether you gave a dollar or not. In the arms of an
2: angel.
3: It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B 937
4: You know, as adults, we take so many pictures. People now take 25% more pictures than they did 10 years ago.
3: Well, yeah, because we have so an easy way to do it, lots of storage, and we always have a camera with us.
4: Exactly. So things have changed quite a bit. You know, and we got screenshots of stuff. We take pictures of things we want to buy in the future, a grocery list. Let me take a picture of it. Uh, we just taking pictures all the time as adults. But how about your kids? Have you ever wondered what kind of pictures they take with their
3: devices? I mean, I've looked through at some. They do a lot of friends, yep. animals. Yep. When they're younger, they're doing the uh, stuffed animals. Okay,
6: Selfies galore.
3: Okay. Uh, we do that. Do you let them, let them on Snapchat,
2: though? <laughs> no. my, my friend's five-year-old. She goes, Keto, let me see your phone. She knows my passcode, how to yeah. get in. It yeah. has a little <laughs> pattern. She'll go to Snapchat, and I'll get home, and I'll happen to pull up Snapchat, and she'll save them, too. Well. And so funny. All the different faces, the and filters, she makes yeah. noise. Yeah, the filters. Yeah. Oh, so I, I crack up. I save them. I'm, like, I'm going to show them on her wedding day.
4: And that's kind of like top of the list. Like, the kids now will use the filters and take selfie pictures of themselves yeah. looking
2: like a dog
4: or a zebra or whatever. Right. So that a lot of that's going on. They did some research with kids eight and under just to see what they were taking pictures of. I'll never forget... This story. Uh, uh, so I heard giggling. My kids got iPads, and of course, you can take pictures of the iPads. And I heard this giggling with the brothers, and uh, they just laughing, laughing. I'm like, I had to go see what they were doing. They were upstairs taking pictures of body parts, and I'm like, do not do that. You can't take <laughs> wow. pictures of body parts. <laughs> and that's not funny. And they were like, I uh, had a uh, Sharpie marker out, and they're drawing faces and stuff. Oh, my. Yeah.
3: That's funny. My wife had the same thing happen. She caught me taking pictures of body parts.
2: It doesn't sound as cute when you say it. I know, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry.
4: uh, Anyway, that did not make the list. Body parts didn't make the list. Well, good. uh, But anyway, the filters, kids are taking pictures of those. Stuffed animals, you mentioned that, Tom, top of the list. And the boys and the girls' list were a little bit different, which is kind of, you, you would think it would be. So for the boys, they take pictures also of their, like, Hot Wheels, and their little cars and trucks. Okay. They do, like, Lego action figures, anything like that, like superheroes. They take pictures of that. They're pets. Oh. They're friends. And the boys do videos of, like, football and basketball tricks. You know why? They only
3: put them on YouTube. Yeah,
4: like, like that. And also, like, they see Dude Perfect doing those, you know, fancy half-court shots and stuff like that. So they will video that part of the... Um, of their uh, phone, uh, their pictures. Yeah. Okay. All right. I so, don't
2: know who Dude Perfect is, so okay. Hello.
4: Dude Perfect, uh, they are. Uh, they're kind of sports guys, and they do. They were just here not long ago. And they do, like, trick shots of half-court shots or ping-pong balls.
3: They do everything. They'll throw a card until it finally goes into this super small slot or something, and they'll take eight million videos till they get it. And then they post that one, and you're like, dang, how y'all do that?
4: (laughs) Okay, so that's what the boys are taking pictures of. These are eight years and younger. So the girls, what do you think they're taking pictures of? Stuffed animals, top of the list. Fingernails. Okay. Okay, they're...
3: My are. daughter takes pictures of fingernails all the time. They, If they have them painted,
4: they yeah, do Yeah, what she does. But they do more selfies. Girls do more selfies than boys eight years old and under. And oh, I think yeah. that's because they see their mamas doing Probably. it. Probably.
6: Yeah. Well, when I was younger, it was always my Barbies because they were having fashion shows. So I'd be like, yeah, Stacy, cute outfit. That's also
4: top of the list Barbie dolls and just dolls in general. My mom
6: would be like, stop wasting the film on your Barbies. And I'd be like, first of all, it's a fashion show, Ma. Film?
3: You used film?
6: Oh, I know you're not judging me.
3: I am because first of all, I can't believe they let you use it for that. <laughs> I <didn't>, mean, know. <laughs> but my daughter did the same thing with stuffed animals, mm-hmm. like they, and also she played school with them, and I was always the principal. So when they got in trouble, they'd bring them to me. Well, this is a side <laughs> note.
4: They take pictures of their tea parties. Girls do yes. eight years old and under. And what's so funny is they also take pictures of their plastic food. Like Like we do. They have a little plate,
6: and they have plastic
4: food. They see moms and dads take pictures of food, and so the girls will take pictures of their little plastic food.
6: Hashtag foodie. That is
4: so funny. I mean, now my son, he would be a chef. We had one of those. My mom had one of those kitchens set up for the kids. Yes.
2: And so I would have to pretend to eat the plastic food. I'm the customer. She works at the restaurant. She'll come over with her little pad going, uh, can I take your order, please? I'm like, I need a cheeseburger. We don't have, we're out of those today. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you know, I, that's got to be the most genius invention ever because we bought those for our kids. Even my son, they all love that little kitchen yeah. thing, yeah. the yeah. plastic kitchen. Mm-hmm. And you know, it, it, you have to do this now as a parent. You're like, I need the biggest one with every feature possible. Yeah. We had microwaves and everything.
6: And what's funny is that at that age, you love it. I loved my little fake kitchen. But now, as an adult, having to cook dinner every night, I'm yeah. like, burn this kitchen to the ground. I'm done with it.
2: Yeah, a friend of mine and me, we went into together to buy Lillian the big kitchen, and oh, the parents, they were kind of <laughs> <laughs> now it took up a lot of room yeah. in the <laughs> house. But, a but lot she of loves pieces. it. Well, uh, she played with it for about a month. Really? <laughs> My kids got a little more out of it than that. But
4: it yeah. also takes up a lot of time because they're always cooking for you. Oh, yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. you got to oh, play in restaurant. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. Play.
3: So you got to be a parent. Yeah. Well,
4: <laughs> but it's kind of like the uncle that buys the drum set. It's
2: like he buys that and then leaves the house. Yeah. I would buy paints, drums, yeah. <laughs> musical things. Slime and I was told, kids. I was told to stop buying gifts. Well, and last thing on
4: the list was pets. Like, the kids are taking a lot of yeah. pictures of
2: their pets.
3: Oh, yeah. We have so. a new million pictures of our dog from when my daughter was younger yeah and they're like the same pictures over and over
4: Mm. (laughs) so have some fun today you know what while the kids are at school just rummage or go through their phone and see or their ipad and see the pictures
3: you can blame hawk if you find something you really wish you hadn't seen (laughs) that's true (laughs) (laughs) That was my kids it's the hawk and tom show on b 93.7 and I am not a big fan of listening to movie stars and anything they have to say. But but once in a while, someone will drop something out there that is actually useful and interesting. Mm-hmm. Jake Gyllenhaal.
4: Gyllenhaal, or Gyllenhaal? Is it Gyllenhaal? I Gyllenhaal?
3: Don't I, I don't even try on some of them, <laughs> as you can tell. Uh, but he has given out a piece of advice that I think actually might be useful to us. And it comes from all the different roles he plays in movies. Mm -hmm. Because he has to learn very quickly about some of these uh, jobs that the actor might have or the role, the character that he's playing, he is oftentimes required to come up to speed pretty quickly on a topic he doesn't know much about. He says there's a trick to it. He says the main thing when you're learning something new is to start in the children's section and work your way up to the more complicated aspects. He said the most difficult thing to do is to explain something simply, and the children's books are easier to start off with, and then when you move to the more complicated books you start to put all the pieces together because you understood the basics. Well,
4: find me that children's book that has to do with plumbing and mm-hmm. redoing my toilet at home because <laughs>
2: it's making noises right now. You need to find the one about radio first. Oh, oh
3: gosh.
4: Gosh. <laughs> that was cold. I'll be here all week. <laughs> yeah, Maybe. Need Maybe. Not an talk there. Has anything to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> Let me uh, go get you a cup of coffee.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> uh, he says, "If you want to learn about any subject, start the children's section and then work your way up." He uses that advice as an uncle to his two nieces from his sister Maggie. Uh, He says that whenever he sees them, he tells them, hey, you know, start out with the easy stuff and then it's easier. Now, I don't know. Maybe this is one of those things that sounds good and it's not really that good. But to me, it sounds like maybe a decent plan.
6: Wouldn't this take more time?
3: Well, that's the thing, though, but it probably works better.
6: I mean, there's
4: so many idiots, though, in the world and they've already dumbed it down for us
3: pretty much for like on the internet. Well, it depends on yeah. what it is. Uh, Not everything's been dumbed down. Ah, uh, pretty much. All right, let's talk quantum mechanics. Well, that
4: stuff you don't need to know that. I'm just talking about like a,
3: like learning. What, what are you
4: wanting to learn? Like he's an actor. He's wanting to learn how to be a accountant but or a But not a, a plumber. Lawyer. He
3: doesn't need to know how to add the numbers. He needs to know what they kind of are like. So for him, it's a little different.
4: Yeah, but I mean, we don't have that kind of job where we're role playing.
3: Okay. We I'm pretending kinda, to be a good disc jockey. Yeah, exactly. We kind of do it. Thank you, Kato. <laughs> but I think he's just saying even in general, not he's not talking about how-to videos, Hawk. He's just talking about in general when you want to learn about something. Okay. Like, let's say you wanted to write a book. Mm-hmm. And he was like, all right, start off with something very elementary and learn from it. And then get up to the book that's like... Here's the nuts and bolts and gritty, nitty-gritty how to do it. You
4: know who else does that and has won a bunch of money doing the same thing? And he, actually, my mom was telling me this. So it's the guy on Jeopardy that's won all the money lately, James Holhauser or whatever. Okay. He said that uh, he watched uh, Jeopardy <laughs> Wow. with his grandmother growing up.
3: Wow, it's, sounds almost like you right now.
4: And then when uh, he was going on the show, he would read all the kids' books because he could get a b- bunch of information that way before okay. he could go on the show. Made millions of dollars. He's like the leading he, – uh, he's over Ken Jennings now. So uh, they're like, uh,
3: who was the first president of the United States? And he, or yeah. the first, and he says, who was Georgie Washington?
4: No, no, no. no. Georgie Porgy. <laughs> <Yeah.
2: laughs> but but uh, you can cram a lot of information that way. Yeah, but some of the questions are not elementary school questions there I mean how do you read elementary school books to be prepared to go
4: in jeopardy? Well let's say for example, you were talking about chemistry a while ago right like your son is taking chemistry that's not your
3: strong point. I mean I didn't say yeah, that's not my strong oh, okay. point I've seen no. so you
4: can just go they to the subject the okay. kid's book and see like the the the, the table of whatever it is, the The content. periodic table. Oh, okay, the periodic table. <laughs> the, the, that would be the kids' table for me at the Thanksgiving dinner.
3: <laughs> Dining room table. Yeah. Well, and I will say this, too. Coffee table. <laughs> I used to read a lot of books about, like, famous people, like George Washington. In table. And they would make little, easy-to-read kids' books that had a lot of the facts in it, but they weren't filled with a lot of deep thoughts right, about it. Right, exactly. Them. Yeah. So that is a, learning about a person, that would be a great way to do it. Right. Because there are a lot of these you know, they they're maybe fifty or sixty page novels with big print.
4: Well, if you really want to shorten it down, you don't even have to read the whole kids book. Just go to Wikipedia, and it's got it uh, basically mm. in a paragraph for nah, most
3: of people's lives. Man. There. <laughs> Wikipedia is higher reading, though. The kids books would definitely be better. Really, on that.
4: Wikipedia? He, I'm like, I go there, and I'm like, I see how they died and everything. Yeah,
3: it's like, a lot of reading.
6: Also, anyone can edit that too. So they could just
3: I know. make it up. Sometimes I just make stuff up and post it, but it doesn't last very long. <laughs> if I have to read to learn
2: something new, I'm just not going to learn something new. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to be... <laughs> Let me watch the, uh,
4: the the documentary. Yeah.
2: Yeah. This is yeah. why we're DJs. Mm-hmm.
6: And we're so good at it, too. Are I feel we? like we're crushing it. Okay. I've been, you know what? I know you laugh
4: at Kato for not reading and stuff. I right? don't but, care. But you think about that. I'm like, nowadays... Audiobooks are the thing. I mean, kids he doesn't get, do that either. Kids get credit for uh, like listening to audiobooks with their summer reading. Or you go to on the internet and you see,
2: you know, you can watch somebody. But,
3: I wasn't making fun of audiobooks. But why why
2: read a book when I can watch the movie <laughs> or the documentary <laughs> or the series or I'd rather watch something than read, because I just fall asleep. I'll be honest.
4: I don't want to read that Happy Gilmore book or anything from Adam Sandler. Can you imagine? (laughs) Could you imagine this is the novel of (laughs) uh, one of his movies, The 51st Dates?
3: Big Daddy. How yeah. our- <laughs>
4: yeah. could you imagine reading
3: that novel? This is exactly... We all sit around and we look at the world and like, how did the world get uh, this dumb? Yeah. And this is how.
4: I've read the novel Dumb and Dumber by Jim Carrey and Jeff Daniels. I'd buy that. It's
2: excellent. Oh, that bathroom scene was a
4: riot. How do you write that? You can't write that. You just gotta
2: act that you out. You actually yeah. can. They literally had a script that they did. I mean, books don't have a sound effects. That's true, yeah. So you
4: need that. That would be great, though, if... All books had sound effects. Just open the page. Oh, you just put your finger over the
3: word. (laughs) God forbid you have to think. Hawk and Tom on B93.7.